Spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Good Monday morning, everybody. My name is Jet Renee here, and I am with School Through Spirit on WLTK, Let's Talk Digital Radio. Uh, School Through Spirit is a show to explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted it impacted them. Now I do talk to people from different modalities of spirituality and others that have just found spirit has really impacted their life. Now each week I do speak about a topic that spirit has given me and then we go on to our guest. Now our guest this week is our very own Todd Bates. Uh, I'd like to call him the original paranormal investigator but I don't think he's that old and I think he's going to get me for that one later. But he does have a huge paranormal investigation um, background. He has worked um, on sets or advising for some paranormal TV shows out there. He's just he's been all over the the game. He's been doing radio forever in a day, and I'm telling you what, you're going to really enjoy him. You really are. And if I survive the end of the day, you'll see me next week. <laughs> so as you can see. We're on a different set. Can you believe it? And that just means because construction is continuing. So we're back here for a week or two. And then hopefully we'll be back in the office. Office. That'll be exciting. Hoot, hoot. Um, so today, um, just so you know where to find us, okay? If I, I Hopefully you're already listening. But if you're not, okay, you can see the live stream, which is my face and Todd's face in a little bit. You can see that on Twitter. You can see it on Twitch. You can see it on YouTube. You can see it on Facebook. Oh my gosh. So many avenues. You cannot, you cannot, cannot, cannot say you did not find the link or you can go straight to the show. Okay. And that is the website, which is WLTKDB.com. Just hit the listen live. Now, if at any time throughout this show, you find out that, oh, my God, I really cannot listen to it right now. I have to wait till later. I have to go to work. The kids are screaming, whatever, ever in life comes up. Because trust me, I know things in life come up. We go to podcast form. As soon as the show is over, within a very short amount of time, Todd gets the producer, um, gets a show switched over. Okay, switched over to Podbeam, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music. We are all over the place. And hopefully one day Pandora will say yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, I'm back into the room that sneezes. Oh, didn't you miss them? <laughs> So we are all over, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's huge. Podbeam, we've had 10,000 downloads, 10,000 downloads. To me, that's freaking huge. This is just the beginning for us. So considering that that has happened, it's awesome. Excuse me again. It's almost like sneezes on the truth. You know, that's what what we say. When you sneeze, you're sneezing on the truth. Okay, some other very exciting things that are happening. Drum roll. Do, 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 we are doing on this show, this very show, Monday morning, 
August 23rd, I believe it is. August 23rd. I gotta make sure I look it up the date. It is August 23rd. Myself and Missy Hart, <clears throat> the host of the Good Shit Show, and you have seen her with me a few times. We are going to do live readings. Can you believe it? Live readings. The banner is already up on um, all the platforms for myself that I use throughout Facebook. Missy is sharing them. Share, 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 and get that banner out every place because this is the first time that we are going to be doing this. We are doing live, live readings, okay? They're all going to be psychic readings, not mediumship readings, but psychic readings. And when you comment and you ask a question, we're going to get to as many as we possibly can, okay? We're going to just try to get them rolling and rolling and rolling and see where we can go with those. Um, <clears throat> you know, my guest is usually out for an hour, but I'll tell you what, if you're commenting, we're going to continue for a little longer. We're going to try to get as many in as we possibly can before, before, the show is over, okay? Because that day, I don't know if we're going to need a card reading. We'll just talk through it and bingo right to the very end. But you have to comment, you have to ask questions, and you got to make us work that day for that one, okay? So that's in a few weeks, August 23rd. Now, <laughs> I hear you. Thank you. I'm getting sarcastic with my team over here. Because um, I was going, um, and let's go to the next subject. And they just said, and moving forward. And that is what I'm talking about today, is that moving forward, that next step. Okay, that next step. Now, it is so funny because... The next step, we're always thinking about what do we do next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Um, but we don't always take those steps, do we? We don't always take those steps. We always want them, but we don't necessarily take them. So I'm talking about those next steps. And what I believe, you know, spirit has been, because, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a good rating, just like anybody is. You know, I, I don't necessarily always seek them out, but you know what? If you're going to offer one, I'm going to take it. It just is what it is. Because why? Do, who doesn't want to have a rating? So this last weekend, you know, I, I have been thinking over the last couple of weeks, what's next, what's next? And um, my horoscope has been saying my planets are arranging for some bigger opportunities that are coming up. Um, everything's been going in that direction. It's been pretty awesome to, to see that. But, but, there's not a whole lot of things presenting themselves. Okay? They haven't been presenting themselves. I can't say that because they have been. Okay? They're just, they're smaller steps, smaller steps. And it's really funny because I started to doubt because I, I'm like anybody. I want immediate gratification. I want to know right now. I'm like, oh, my God, now, now, now. I want to know what's next right now, okay? I don't want to be patient. I don't want to sit on my hands and my fingers and twiddling my thumbs and always trying to figure out what that next opportunity is, that next whatever. But sometimes we have to sit back and we have to wait, okay? We have to wait. Now, I will tell you what, I'm not a good person at waiting either, okay? I really am not a good person at waiting myself. But there's a lot of things that you can do during the interim, okay? There's a lot of things you can do during that interim. And sometimes it's kind of hard to see that. Now, I've had some experiences over this last weekend, uh, some amazing experience. I'll tell you what, huge experiences for me. And they're really eye-opening experiences. Because in my world, in my world, we don't get the what's next until we've done 
the steps of today, okay? You, we have to be kind of like even balanced, you know? The good good Lord, the Spirit, whatever, whatever you want to call it, is not going to catapult you into the future, into bigger things until you're ready for it. So you have to create a foundation. You have to get yourself to a certain point where you've done the work, you've done the work, and you've gotten yourself to where you're ready for those next steps, for that what's next. And I'm always sitting there going like, have I done the work? Have I done enough work? Is there something more I need to do? Always soul searching, always looking deeper, always going, oh my God, I'm just itching and touching everything today. Um, but I'm always looking for that deeper, deeper, deeper. And I'm not always necessarily, I'm not necessarily always looking at how far I've come. <clears throat> I'm looking to do more, but I'm naked, not taking a deep breath, relaxing, and seeing how far I've come to meet those next challenges, okay? So this weekend, I had this beautiful opportunity to go up north again, okay? <clears throat> to go up north today. Excuse me, gosh, I'm coughing and everything else. I'm touching everything. Wow. Um, I can just feel the dust, the dust of construction. Um but I had this amazing opportunity to go up north, okay? And anybody that knows me, I, I, I love the Northwoods. It is just my happy, happy, happy space. Um, the Northwoods of Wisconsin, it has got so many beautiful trees and forests and foliage and creeks and lakes. And it's just, the energy is phenomenal. And oh my gosh, I I can never just get enough of it. I can never get enough of it. And any opportunity I get up there is just, it's just mind blowing for me. And I got the opportunity to go up there and it was, it was just amazing. And when I got up there, normally I'm like, I want things this way, this way, this way. And, you know, because I'm very, very, they're very short, short term, very very short amount of time. It's always just a few hours that I'm there. And there's so many people I want to see and so many things I want to do. And I plan it out. I do. And a lot of times my plans work exactly how they're supposed to. This time it didn't. This time it didn't come close. Okay? This time it didn't come close. But I found in that period of time, in that time that I was there, and all of those plans that I had didn't come close, I found that I had had huge growth. And it was pretty amazing to see that, you know, you see different personalities, you see opposition, things don't happen the way you want them to do to happen. Um, you see other people and their growth. You see all these amazing things happening and you just sit back and you take it in and you're in awe of your own growth and you're in awe of everybody else around you. And and the fact that, you know, when I say I love up north, it's not just because I love the north. That's where my healing began. That's where I ran to. When, when my life came crashing down and I needed to heal, I ran north. I ran to Hayward. I hid in the woods. Okay. So that is where my bare bones are. That is where my raw, raw, raw beginnings are. Okay. At least of my, my healing journey. Okay. That's where that starts is up there in that North woods. So the people that know me from up there know me from a very raw, explosive period of time. 
excuse me, when I say explosive, I do mean explosive because I was a ball of emotions. I didn't know what was coming going. I was empathic. I didn't realize I was empathic. I was taking on everybody else's stuff. I was just like, ugh. And I was trying to find myself and find who I was and what I was going to do in life. And I didn't know. And it took a community of people to bring, come together to help me. And they came in all shapes and sizes and um, statuses when you're looking at financial or industry. I mean, it was everybody from literally some of probably the poorest people I've ever known to the richest people I've ever known. And each of them so amazing in all their individual ways to bring me back together, to help me heal. And it was just phenomenal. So when I get that chance to go up north, I find, I find they are a good indicator of how far I've come. They're a good indicator of how far I've come. And it was amazing because I did have all those opportunities to see how far I've come. And when it's been, well, six, seven years, seven years since that, maybe eight, almost seven and a half, almost eight years now, since the first day that I just ran up there. And it was just sincerely, sincerely amazing, awesome. It's it just phenomenal. So I was able to sit back and see this huge growth that I've had, even so much growth since I had the last time I was there, and how I dealt with situations, how not just how I dealt with it, but how I viewed them. Oh my gosh, it's not even how I dealt because I tell you what, I can teach a three-year-old how to deal with a situation. That's easy. Sit on your butt and shut up, you know? It's how you view a situation, how, how you interpret a situation. And sometimes it's just how you sit back and allow the situation to go and see a much bigger picture. A huge picture and allowing somebody else to be in the way they need to be and knowing that it's perfectly okay because it's just how it's just them doing them it's awesome and it was beautiful for myself to sit back and almost watch myself as I was there and my own growth so then I had that natural thought come up what's next it feels like I've done the work. It feels like I'm to that next point in life. It feels like I am ready for whatever's to come next now. I have finally cleared that slate. I've taken my garage. I've cleaned it. I've popped the door open. I've brushed the leaves and the twigs away. Everything's ready to go. Now I gotta do is pull the car out and drive forward. Okay. It was pretty amazing because when that happened, that happened, my friend and I, we sat down because we, you know, we always spend one night just sitting doing tarot cards or oracle cards, actually. And she has just got tons of oracle cards. So it's so much fun to go play. It's always a blast to go play. And I go up there and I go, okay, where are they at now? I go and I find them and I just pick decks that resonate that I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not always just your new ones because there's always a new deck. 
And then sometimes the deck just flies off the shelf at you and you got to pick it up and you got to go play. And it was so interesting because I ended up grabbing, I believe it was six decks, <clears throat> six decks. And I would shuffle the cards and she did readings on each one of the six decks. It's just awesome. It's awesome. And it was totally amazing to see that each message, each deck gave. I mean, the message didn't change. It doesn't matter how I think we could have pulled the card, cards from every deck. It didn't matter if we pulled one card or if we pulled five cards. It didn't matter. Every one of them said, I've done the work. My foundation is ready for the next step. Or the next step. Pretty awesome. And then, because as you know, every card has got a number, and we use numerology at that point. And the numbers kept coming down to ones, threes, nines, and elevens. Every time. One, three, nines, and elevens, which are all about their master numbers or their beginning numbers. And it was just amazing to see those numbers sh show up. And the nine only showed up when we did four cards. So it was amazing. It was awesome to see that, see that happen, see that journey, see where that was progressing. After the, the cards, though, and after the weekend, I was driving home yesterday, and, and I had a lot of driving because it was awesome. It was awesome because, you know, we came into yesterday, and we drove to Lake Superior. We drove up to Lake Superior. Uh, by the way, I ate at Delta Diner. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Um, that famous TV dude, <laughs> Guy Ferrara, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, um, blonde dude goes to all the diners. He was there. It's good. It's a worth it to go. Um, but went there and ate and, and then went up to Lake Superior and just did some more soul searching. Just did some more soul searching. And it was pretty amazing just to lay there in the sand and, and look at that expansive, beautiful, beautiful, you know, body of water. Put my feet in the water. And by the way, it's frigid still. Um, and sit there and just be calm. And for the first time in a long time, I wasn't screaming what's next. Because I don't necessarily need to know what's next. I just need to know that something next is coming. I need to know that I've done the work for the foundation to get to where I'm at. I need to know that, <clears throat> that there might be a little bit more and that I'll be okay because I've made it through so much. When I look over the 50 years of my life, especially the last years of healing and how much is behind me. And now I just be able to know that what is next isn't necessarily what I consciously have planned for, but I know it's going to come into light. I know it's going to happen. I know I'm ready for it. Okay? I know I'm ready for it. I know that a few weeks ago I had fear of whatever might be next. Okay? 
Because fear is that, remember, as we talked, fear is of the unknown. Fear is of that, um, I don't know what's coming. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I don't know if I've done the work for it. I'm fearful that maybe I can't handle it, whatever the fears may be. And right now, I can honestly say I'm sitting at a point where I can say, what's next? What's coming next? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever the universe is going to bring to me. I'm ready with open hands to say, they're free, they're clear. I can handle it. Bring it on, baby. We got this. And that's a pretty amazing place to be. Now, I will tell you, when the what next comes, whatever that might be, everything starts over again. Isn't that amazing? Everything starts over again. Because now you're starting with a brand new place. A brand new place of uncertainty. A brand new place of fear. A brand new place of excitement. A brand new place of learning and growth. And a new you is about to be formed. Because through the experiences of what's next... Through all those experiences, you are going to change again. You are going to change. You are going to grow. You are not going to be the person you were yesterday any longer. So for these peaceful moments that I have right now of all the work I've done, all the amazing opportunities I've had to grow and to learn and to experience and to heal, All of those, I only get to sit for a few, really just a few moments to sit and have gratitude of all that has happened because those new opportunities are coming. Those new opportunities are presenting themselves. Those new opportunities are coming and my hands are open. So my hands are open and saying, come on, I'm ready. They're not just saying, I'm ready for that new experience. I'm ready for the opportunity because I've done the growth. They're also saying, I am ready to do it again. I am ready to grow again. I am ready to experience again. I am ready to cry again. I am ready to scream again. (laughs) I'm ready for laughter again. I'm ready for love again. I'm ready to go through the whole process and be proud of myself again. And that's really what's next, isn't it? That's the what next of life, isn't it? Because we're always waiting for those big opportunities. We're always waiting for those big doors to open up and have that career change or have that promotion or you know, to meet that person, to get married, to have a family. We're always waiting for that what and what, what's next. And we're always looking for the tangible. We're always looking for that tangible. But at the end of the day, it might not be the tangible that really matters. I mean, it's glorious. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If tomorrow they offered me a book deal and a TV deal and booyah, damn right it's going to be awesome. It can be terrified, but it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? It'd be 
phenomenal. I'd be like, woohoo, let's go. But really, really, what is it that I'm saying yes to? What is it that opportunity for? Is the opportunity really to write the book? It is. But what else is involved in writing that book? It's a whole lot of experiences. It's a whole lot of growth. It's a whole lot of soul searching and soul pouring and and laughter and tears and nervousness and deadlines and experiences of dealing with publicists and editors and everything that comes with it. Not to mention launch dates and public appearance, everything. All of those opportunities, all those experiences, all those chances for growth. That is what I'm saying yes to, if that presents itself. And that's the same with anything. That is the same with anything. Because I'll tell you what, you can have the same job like when I was doing nursing. When I, was, when I was nursing 24-7, and it was 24-7, I swear. I could have been doing the same job every day. Every day. And maybe the opportunity of growth was either a promotion, or maybe it was a new patient with, with different situations, complications, or medical issues, or whatever, something I haven't dealt with yet. And maybe that was my what what next, my new experience of growth and learning. Pretty cool, isn't it? Pretty cool. Changes the dynamic. It changes the viewpoint of everything when you start looking at it that way. Okay? It also changes the viewpoint of what really is important in life. Now, I'll tell you what. I'm never going to stop shooting for that furthering myself within my career. Never going to stop that. I always want to push myself forward. I always want to be better than I was on my last reading. I always want to be a better teacher than I was to my last student. <clears throat> I always want a radio show that's better than my last one. I want to be able to explore different things. I want to be able to grow. I want to experience, and I want different opportunities always to present themselves so I can jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, my God, let's do this. Huge. But I will tell you what, six months after it's all happened, I won't be thinking about necessarily the promotion or all the other things that have occurred, I might just be thinking about that growth. I might just be thinking about where I am now compared to where I was and who I am now compared to who I was. And when I absorb it and bring that all in and I analyze it or I uh, take that into my soul and make that part of the new foundation, that's when my heart and my soul will be screaming for the what's next. What's the next opportunity for my growth? So I want you to spend some time this week thinking what's next for your opportunity and your growth. Okay? That's huge, isn't it? That's flipping huge. Okay, everybody. So we're going to take a few-minute break here. Okay.
And when we come back, I'm going to have Mr. Todd Bates here with me. And he promised it. He got dressed for the day. So, I mean, literally, we're in the day of the radio guy who's been the voice behind the camera is going to come out and say hi to everybody. So everybody's going to finally meet my producer. If you haven't met him today, you will meet him tomorrow night because I know you're going to want to go watch his watch and listen to his show. So this is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTK Digital Radio. Be back in a few. We scour the internet searching for true paranormal captures, information, and education. New methods mixed with old methods of capturing this mysterious phenomenon. Well, look no further for your ghostly voices than ghostly-voices.com. Nicole Tito and Lisa Crick take you on a journey into their paranormal world and provide you with true EVP and ITC audio captures. Compelling information on debunking, some hilarious bloopers, and more. Remember, these two are veterans in the field and know how to capture the true evidence you are looking for. Ghostly-Voices.com Your paranormal stop for true audio evidence. Ghostly-Voices.com mystery, a book of one man's journey, a book of the afterlife, a book you must read. Ghost in Me by five-time award-winning author Kevin Killen is a book of one man's journey in the search of the afterlife. Read of his chilling childhood experience, his investigative journeys, and his opinions of paranormal activity. Ghost in Me by Kevin Killen, an Ozark Mountain publication. Get your copy today online or wherever books are sold. Welcome back here to School Through Spirit. I'm Diet Renee, your host here, and we are in WLTK, Let's Talk Digital Radio. I'd like to welcome in Todd Bates. Hello, Todd. Hi, good morning. everybody they were going to get to see you finally. <laughs> I get to see you finally. <laughs> I try to stay hidden. I know, I know, even when we speak. <laughs> so, Todd, um, I, I, I kind of talked a little bit, of, you know, earlier in the very beginning about you being one of the original paranormal investigators. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and radio and, you know, helped with some TVs and news everywhere. Can you talk to people about your beginning? So, like, really, what got you interested in this line of work? I'll tell you what, that... There's there's two different stories to that you've got the radio side, you've got the paranormal side, and then they all came together as one, which I just love. Right. Uh, this the, it all started back in, in late 2002. 
And I, I, I was skeptical. I don't believe, I didn't believe in ghosts or anything like that, uh, anything. And I was invited to a ghost tour, a local ghost tour here with uh, Jason Snyder, the Crawford County, Illinois Ghost Hunter Society. And I'll plug them because they're amazing. Right. Uh, I went out there and went with a group. There was a, a large group of people. We went to an old abandoned general store that was haunted. And I'm thinking, okay, so I have my little recorder. Okay. I had a little analog shoebox recorder. Those millennials yeah. listening, that's a cassette <laughs> tape. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with that, I, I, I branched off from the group. The group was all taking pictures of this old general store and it was really creepy looking. I went straight to the barn. Okay. Right back to the barn by myself and sat, I climbed up on this little wood pile, sat down. Uh, the barn was falling down and, and, and it was just, it was just the, the, the perfect area because it was quiet. You could hear the crickets. That's about it. Good background. So I start recording. I just hit record on the shoebox recorder and just started asking questions. Is there anybody here? Anybody want to talk? You know, gave it a few minutes and then uh, get home after the tour's done. Of course, I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I still wasn't a believer. I was like, okay, it's kind of cool, but mm, no. So mm -hmm. I, I plug in the shoebox recorder to my computer and lo and behold, I hear a horse. Okay. Of all things, it was the first EVP I captured. It was a horse. Oh, wow. And you, you, I could hear the <laughs> noise and then like a stomp, like it was upset or, or, you know, something like that, the stomp on the right. ground. And that is still on cassette. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You've been digitalized. That is still on cassette in storage. Now that sparked a massive curiosity. I'm thinking, okay, I hear this noise. Nothing's there. It's pitch black. Okay. Something's not right. right. So I became obsessed. Now back then, there wasn't much on the internet. There was a website, a go-to website, the Association of Electronic Voice Phenomenon, AAEVP, okay. which isn't around anymore, unfortunately. Right. And I went there and started looking for information. And that's where I, I uh, met Sarah Estep. And she just took me under her wing, explained a lot of things. Hey, you know, they're out there. They're not always going to answer, but when they do, you'll know it. And that's right. when I became obsessed with the field. Oh, wow. Now, the way that turned into radio, <laughs> I searched and searched and searched for people because there, there, there really wasn't there. Back then, there were forums, chat rooms, right. of that nature, not much to look at. Right. So I started uh, under under Sarah's Sarah's guidance, I learned all about electronic voice phenomenon. I uh, uh, worked for a magazine uh, called Haunted Times. That okay. I was just diving into everything I could, and the radio aspect formed. I, mean, I wanted to reach more people. I, I learned enough. I began teaching others how right. to record, capture things of that nature. Okay, teaching other people, and I needed a way to get more because I was just doing it on a website, hauntedvoices.com. Right. I was just doing it on the website through a chat room. It's like, okay, how do I reach more people? 
Well, back then, digital radio, like it is, it's it's so saturated right now. It's insane. Uh, there were hardly any. There were three, three shows uh, back in the day. Wow. At that time, I found what's called an audio server, a radio server that right. sends audio information to people, and formed a server that I could get on there and teach others through okay. uh, that, that server. And they could just listen through the website and so forth. And right. that is when Haunted Voices Radio was born. Okay. More and more and more used to show up. And yeah. it was just a, a huge uh, frenzy that started because back then there wasn't much. You know, you didn't have these things like you do today. So it right. was neat to have that little outlet, and that's where the, the radio, because I've always been interested in it, of course, radio broadcasting and things of that nature. Right. That's where the paranormal met the radio aspect and okay. it formed Haunted Voices, and then it's grown from there to where, you know, you just you just keep going and going and going. Right. But it was a fun adventure. Oh, it, I can believe it. Because I know some of the guests you've had on. <laughs> <laughs> I even that may not have had a big name at one day, but have a big name now, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's amazing to watch that for myself. I've, because I've had that opportunity to go back and look and research and blah, 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 to see some of your journey and how this has really come about, you know? Now, why is it, because I know you teach it or you're interested and you have the radio now, but you always say I'm obsessed because I know you've said you don't do paranormal investigations anymore. And I feel that's kind of sad because I feel you have so much to, op you know, so much to give, you know, so much to give. <sighs> yeah, I, I became obsessed with it. It sounds like it started the first day. <laughs> it did. Because I wanted to know why I heard that on the recording, but I didn't hear it with the naked ear. Right. And I became obsessed with it. Um, I would get up at two in the morning and drive to Atchison, Kansas, to one of my favorite locations, the Sally House. And just and just boom, I had a key to the place. I would just walk in there and just do my thing. Right. It, it was becoming an obsession. It took over everything. It took over uh, oh. family. It just everything. It consumed me because okay. I'm, I'm kind of a guy that I like absolutes. When right. I do something I want to result. Right. And you can't prove this. So you, there's really no way to find out. There's only one way to find out if there's life after death, and that's to meet your maker. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I, I, I just found myself being consumed by that and everything else was pushed aside. And right. I, I would say I, I miss it. Mm -hmm. But yet I don't. Right. Because I know where it's going to lead. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I get that because if I didn't hear them and if it wasn't as tangible as it is for me, I could. And if I didn't accept that, I could see where that would take me. Yeah. You know, I and I can I can understand that because, you know, I did the same thing when I was in medicine. I was like, I had to. I had to. I had to. You know, and there was never an end to that. <laughs> sooner or later you just go oh now we teach <laughs> you know? but the beauty of it Diet, is the amazing people yeah. that you meet this field and when i use the word paranormal i mean all-encompassing 
That's what I was going to ask you. What is your definition of paranormal? Because I know just with the radio station, we're just not Bigfoots and aliens here. You know, (laughs) what is your definition? What are you looking at? My definition of paranormal is everything that is not of the norm. Okay. Uh, Ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, metaphysical. All of that is not of the norm. It has to do with the psyche and so forth. Uh, So it's not of the norm. And it's one of those things where over the years, now back in, back in my day years ago, when you said paranormal, it was everything. Now, when you say paranormal, people think ghosts immediately. And that's because of television. Okay. It's it's popularized it. It's, it's really brought it out there. It's made it more, made people more aware. Right. But paranormal itself, in, in my opinion, is all encompassing. It means all of the above, everything that's not of the norm. And right. it needs to be approached that way. Because what I've seen with the community is instead of working together like we used to, we're splitting off. And I understand that the UFO world, that's a huge world. They need their own data and so forth. Right. We can all collaborate. What if they're all you know, they all have the same direction. They all, they all, they all mean something to each other in order to be a ghost. It has to be some kind of otherworldly kind of thing. So you, you have all these different definitions and, and people are complicating it. Right. It's getting really complicated out there. So the word paranormal is just, it just means not normal. Right. Not norm. So like you with your psychic abilities, that's not the norm. Not not everyone. Why well, I know everyone is psychic, so to speak. But we all don't use it to the tenth degree. <laughs> not everyone chooses to turn it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is huge. So through your career, you know, where did that really? Where did that brand? You you know, because you have all these paranormal investigators that go in, or people that want it, and they go, "Oh my God, you just talk to ghosts, or you just talk to whatever." Where did that career kind of lead you to? You know, because clearly it wasn't just ghosts and it wasn't, and I'm not going to say just radio because radio is still huge, but where has that, some of those experiences led you to? Wow. That's a good question. It's a huge answer, isn't it? I'm kind of stumped on that one. Where has it led me? I mean, it's, it's turned as a person. It's changed me. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll say that as a person, it has changed me tremendously because of all of the people that I've met um, and the experiences that I've had, ghostly experiences, um, mostly. Right. The experiences I've had, it changes a person. I used to be so narrow-minded. Okay. I mean narrow. And this has broadened my, my, my entire way of thinking. Okay. Because it's 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 made me think that anything is possible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's awesome to think of it that way. You know, it's like to be changed is one thing, but to be changed from like the you know, like I was talking before I brought you on of being one person and now these experiences and becoming something different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. You know, so what is this Sally House you talked about in the beginning? Mm. What is that? <laughs> I've never heard of it because you, you know what I am learning because as we both know, I am just really barely got my toes in the haunted investigation pool of things. Um, 
So what is haunt, what is Sally House? The Sally House. It's it's a small house, small colonial style home in Atchison, Kansas. Okay. And I work for a magazine, Haunted Times, as I said earlier. And uh, Christopher Moon, who who was uh, the owner of the magazine, had clearance to investigate the Sally House before it was popularized. Now it's now it's pretty much a bed and breakfast. But at the time, uh, we went out there for an investigation. We met Deborah and Tony Pickman. Now, Deb mm-hmm. and Tony Pickman lived in the home and they were terrorized in that home. And they were on the uh, episode of sightings and so forth. It's it's all over the place. You can check out the website at thesallyhouse.com to learn right. about it. But they they had they were terrorized in the home, especially Tony. He was he was viciously scratched and burned. Um, they were seeing all kinds of things. Things were catching fire. Little dolls on the step were catching on fire. A rose that was sitting in the windowsill was burnt from the inside out. Instead wow. of outside in, crazy things like that in the home. Right. Well, so we go out there. We meet the Pickmans. We, of course, they're not going to go back into the home. But uh, we had permission to investigate and went out there for the first time. And it was just three of us mm-hmm. with the magazine. We were going to investigate it, of course, write a story, publish it. Now, this home, the story behind it, there's a little girl who Peter James, late Peter James, who was a psychic, um, named her Sally, said, you know, heard her name was Sally. Uh, she was little, I'd say between eight, nine years old. Um Back in the 1890s, there was a, a, she had appendicitis is what happened. She came down with appendicitis. The doctor came to assess the situation and needed, she needed surgery immediately. So they put her under, okay. um, they didn't give her enough ether. Oh, she woke up during surgery and oh. it, was, it was, it was horrified, just horrifying uh, she died, of course, and, and, and the area is just haunted now, right. haunted by the doctor, by the father, the mother and little Sally. Now, there's other things in there as well. Um, that's due to other paranormal activity in there. But right. um, that house, it just. And, and with with uh, Tony being hurt and injured in there. It was the mother who became obsessed with him. This is what we, the conclusion we came to. The mother became obsessed with Tony, just had a huge crush on him. A lot of things happened to him in there. uh, Very jealous of him and things. But the Sally house itself, I I don't know that that is what I think got me more obsessed with this field is because I couldn't figure things out in that home. I'm seeing things in there. I was scratched on the back of my leg. I see the little girl in the kitchen. I see the apparition. And I'm wondering why in the world Mm -hmm. am I seeing this? And I became so confused Mm -hmm. with the field because this was a a fairly, I mean, I was just getting started back then. Right. I had to talk to a priest. Oh, wow. Because, you know, you know, father, am I supposed to see these things? Am I going to go to hell because I want to see these things? I became really confused with the normal. In this field, you really can't conform to the norm, as they say. You just can't. You you no longer become average. 
We are a new norm. If you're in this, you are above average, I feel, because right. you, are, you are stepping outside of the box. Right. But that house I became obsessed with. Okay. And was going there constantly. I can see where that happened. Yeah, I was going there constantly. Um, that's where the Discovery Channel came in. That was a fun time in my life. It was. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go there. I want to hear about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I was, Thank I you was, for the lead in because it was like, whoop, that was the next. <laughs> I was blown away by the whole thing. Right? Just getting started. Now, this is back in, you know, I had some some experience under my belt, had an investigation team, was doing my own thing, you know, to make a long story short. Um, and just out of the blue, I get contacted because I, I investigated the Sally house so much. It was everywhere. I get contacted by, they were called New Dominion Pictures. They're the production company for Discovery Channel. Uh, okay. They had a series called A Haunting back in the right. day. And it's still on. It's still going. Is it still going? Yeah, Rob just was on. Just that's what he actually. Oh, a haunting. Okay, it's still going. It's still going. Okay, good. But it was th this one was called Sally's House. Yeah. And they they contacted me uh, at first to be an advisor. Next thing you know, I'm I'm on camera. I'm all stunned and like a deer caught in headlights. Right. But I, it, you know, did the interview, got a hold of Deb and Tony, got them involved, and it's it's called a, a, a haunting, the okay. sound house. Yeah. Aired, I think that was back in 2010, 11, something like that. Not. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it was it was a it was a change because I got to see how production um, change, can change people as well. Right. With all these popular television programs, these, and I want to warn any investigator out there as well. There's, there is something called a poetic license. Okay. That do not sign this folks. If you're listening and you're ever offered this, this allows them to alter everything. What you say, the evidence you, you bring forth and so forth, a poetic license and so forth. Um, that is the only downside to that production was the poetic license being naive right? and being thrown all this paperwork. I signed that and that pretty much gave up all my rights to everything, including a, a video that I have on YouTube that they now own. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, 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 things get taken over like that, wow. and it's sad. but that's the production part. I do it again? Probably not. Television right. is not my thing. It's just, it's not my thing. You like to stay behind the camera. Yeah. I'm very shy. I'm introverted, believe it or not. I don't enjoy leaving the home. Right. Really. I, and, and people really don't see that because I can sit here and run my jibs. Right. But that doesn't mean, you know what, that doesn't mean that you're not, uh, you're it doesn't mean you're a person that's like very out there, you know what I mean? And all over the place. <laughs> AKA why you went to ghosts instead of people, <laughs> you know? 
I'm, I'm more afraid of the living than I am the dead. I mean, you know, I get that too. Sometimes <laughs> you know what I, mean? I get that too. Unfortunately, I, well, it's a fortunate thing. I have to deal with the living to get to the dead in my, my line of work anyway. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, I want to give a quick shout out if I can, a buddy listening and two of them. <laughs> oh, awesome. They're bringing up some old, 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 old memories. Oh boy, let's talk about some of those old memories. A lot of these things, Diet, I've I've forgotten. I really have. I've forgotten a lot of the uh, the ghostly feel, the paranormal feel, since I retired. You've been reminded, so I get to see those comments very briefly. But I know you're seeing them on your side, so let's bring it through. Greg, one of them that Greg wants to talk about is is the old Quaker schoolhouse. Now, this is a fun one. This is this was a little tiny one room schoolhouse. In Annapolis, Illinois, you won't even find it on a map. It's like a little black dot, tiny, yeah. tiny town. Well, this little one, one one room schoolhouse was one of the most active locations that I've come across as far as kids are concerned, ghostly children. Right. We had gone there several times, uh, captured several um, electronic voice phenomena captures there, EVP captures, but one of the most profound one of the most amazing that i can remember is we're, we're we're sitting on this little podium on the teacher's podium there and just talking to the kids and then out of the blue this something just runs right across the schoolhouse you have these old crickety floors you hear this little stamp stampering feet running right. and I heard that with the naked ear it wasn't an animal because you could see in front of you but the schoolhouse itself was one of those locations back in the uh, 40s, 30s, uh, even 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 farther back. They were going there and we met the owner and he says, look, I don't believe in ghosts. I see you believe in them. Go have fun. He used to go there as a kid. So he was telling us where things were and, you know, it was really helping paint a picture uh, for the little investigations we did out there. Right. Now, one of the most amazing captures that I got out of there, and it's on videotape, VHS, uh, for you millennials, that is a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. You're the next generation. Just get in this field and, and kick some tail, would you? But with this, this, uh, this capture, this was on video and it's it's unique because it's a it's a video anomaly and an audio anomaly. Right. Now I'm filming outside through the window, just inside with a night vision camera, and then bring the recording home, watch it, just watching it up. You know, you plug the tape, the uh, camcorder into the TV, you know, the old school way, right. watching it through the TV and out of the window comes this beautiful white ball of light. And then you hear, Hey, real loud. And then a second smaller ball of light comes out and you hear, Hey daddy. And how in the world did we not hear that? It is so loud. It was, it was, it was one of those things where if, if literally, if I didn't see it, I wouldn't have believed it. Right. Because all I could hear at the time were crickets, things of that nature at night. Right. But this just completely blew me away. And Scott said they that's probably when they used to pick the kids up 
He said, he said they would, they would come uh, in, in cars, they would come in wagons, you know, right. the Quakers and things. And it was probably somebody picking up their kids or something of that nature. Amazing though. And I'm thinking how in the world did I, did this get captured on this? But I didn't hear it with my naked ear. Then I came up with an idea, a theory, okay. if you will. And that is the magnetic tape, which I would still use to this day. I think they imprint themselves onto that tape using some kind of static electricity, because that's all the magnetic tape does. It just it's it sticks. Right. With, you know, the sound sticks to it, basically, and is imprinted onto the tape. Same concept, I believe. Right. And, and again, the obsession to yet. I can I understand it because I'll tell you what the the one haunting place I did I look back over the experience and um, it's huge I could see where people get that I want to do more and more and more I I I get that I understand that you know I can understand where that would become a way of life you know my thing is is I don't want to go in and get the other aspect of the boo. <laughs> I don't want to be walking through. Go, hey, don't touch me. <laughs> Other people like that. I'm not a, like a touchy feely from the afterworld. <laughs> there are times, and anyone in this field, any investigator that says I've never been scared, get out of the field. Right. You're you're in the wrong you're in the wrong line of work. You should always yeah. have a side of caution in the back of your mind. Right. You're always going to have a little fear. Right. It's the unknown. Like yeah. when I, I've, I've seen I've seen two apparitions in, in my time and still can't complain them and still horrified by them. Still terrified. Mm -hmm. Still think about them because how in the world did I see that? Right. You know, it, well, just like when we were over in, in, in Iowa, you know, we we were pretty much given a granted access from the other side that you have up until this time to talk to the friendly ones, the happy ones, the ones that aren't there. But trust me, at basically the stroke at 11 o'clock, we didn't even get until midnight. The not so happies are coming out to play. So it was, you know, the, the, the lovely ones that were there to let us know this is what was going to happen, you know, and you're like, okay, Okay, you know, and I didn't stick around to find out if that was a night maintenance man that had passed away or maybe an angry, you know, patient that was there. Who knows? You know, I wasn't sticking around long enough to find out. That's what I like about what you do. Yeah. I don't I don't have the mediumship ability. Right. And. During these investigations, I, I would I would use a lot. A lot of researchers will not use the psychic during their investigations. I was yeah. I'm completely different. Yeah, because if you were there and you can give me any kind of information. You're right. The area that just helps helps me take a step forward. Right. And you can help validate things as well as a medium. Right. I don't know why. I think a lot of. Uh, researchers out there don't use psychics because they're using a scientific approach. Well, and I get that. I do get that. But you know what? Through different technology that has been able to explore the brain and how the brain really does work, um, they're finding that the medium does have a very valid scientific, you know, 
there's there's scientific proof of my brain now you know so you know like when i was there you know um we're in edinburgh you know like i told you before and told others before you know the spirits didn't want the evps and 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 the ghost box all of it going on they didn't want any of it and i could understand it you know this is night after night after night you know and they're not in this they're living their night after night after night too you know just as it is with anybody and you get the get the ghost box with all the static and the million questions and everybody wants the big booms and they want the scary guy at midnight and all of that you know what i mean that's what seems like a lot of people were going for and we took a we ended up taking a total different approach because we were mediums we're able to hear like oh my god just talk to us like just <laughs> leave the crap behind and just talk and we were able to go back to basic tools we were able to go back to our own senses we were able to use a pendulum a dowsing rods you know without the rest and i'm sure now that i sit here thinking about it with you we probably could have videotaped with our phone and they probably would have been fine, you know, because you could feel the energy change in the room. Even people that weren't mediums could feel that that energy just skyrocket when we played, you know, um, Hank Williams songs. You know, you could feel the, the soul just da -da, like that's what I want, you know, and you could feel that energy. It was amazing. You know, or asking questions with a dowsing rod and I'm holding them. Clearly, I'm not moving. And you could see the spirit, you know, answering questions, yes or no, or pointing to different things in the room. You'd see those rods give me a hug as I'm going, oh, my God, she's giving me a hug. And the rods went onto my body, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to me, that was that was huge enough. We didn't need the stomps in the hall or the fan that mysteriously that's half plugged in starts turning you know that was all cool don't get me wrong it was like that's a ghost hunter's dream i'm sure <laughs> but Could to be. Me, the rest was amazing you know but yeah. again i don't want to go back in yet <laughs> Well, so you'll be I, used to it. You've got to I keep do doing it. You do it. You do it. I'm going to send you on location. You do it. <laughs> Get out there and use your abilities. It's important. It's important. I can already see what's happening. You're going to go, okay, you're taking the phone with you for, for the Wi-Fi, and you're going back in, and we're doing a radio show <laughs> <laughs> from location. <laughs> I'm sending you all in. All the mediums, meet. <laughs> Here comes Pete, Missy, Nicole. <laughs> That's what we need. That's what we need. A big team, a big team investigation like yeah. that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, but you'd sit home on the computer because you don't want to come out and play. <laughs> I get out there. Sherry and I, we, we you know, I, I get out there a little bit. Um, we went to a local cemetery here. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Betsy Reed Cemetery. And this is where the story behind this, this is crazy. This was back in the day in the uh, early 1800s, mid 1800s, where. Betsy, you went in the mid 1800s or the cemetery was in the mid 1800s? Both. Okay. This incident. Okay. Because she was, she was, she was one of the first ones planted there. Okay. Well, I thought, I thought you went there in the 1800s. Like no. that really proves that you're the very first investigator. That Maybe in past life. Okay. This the cemetery's it, it's it's old, and the story right. about this the 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 uh, 
Betsy reads, I, I guess she killed her husband is what happened. She poisoned oh, wow. his, his sassafras tea and killed him. And Sherry and I went out there. I'd been out there several times before, but Sherry and I went out there and this was probably six, six, eight months ago. Right. Went out there just, just to kind of blow the rust off a little bit, see if, and I did a, I did a short session in there with a, a digital recorder, believe it or not. Right. Oh my gosh. It came to the millennial, millennial age. <laughs> the millennial age. <laughs> But we're out there and again, didn't hear anything, bring the recorder home, process it. And lo and behold, there was a little boy when we were leaving. We said, okay, we're leaving. You're not welcome to come with us. You stay here. Some kind of, you know, closure. Right. Um, And then on the EVP capture that that her and I captured, the little boy says, behind you. Behind you. Craziness. I, I, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, uh, they're still there. <laughs> Everything's still there, going around doing its thing. So it's it's little things like that 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 might toss me back into the field again. Right. Yet is is that that little fear, that right? Fear that every investigator should have that I'm going to get obsessed again. And the next thing you know, the station's closed. <laughs> Jan's trying to figure out technology on her own. <laughs> I'm sitting in some abandoned house somewhere. You guys are on your own. That's what I'm afraid of. And I'm sure a lot of other investigators have gone through that as well. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. curious if they've been obsessed with it. I'm sure. So I have a question. And then maybe this is a strange one. And I, it, it, I don't know, maybe you've been asked before. But. You know how you just said, you know, uh, you say that closing, goodbye, you're not welcome to come with, blah, blah, blah. You get in your car and you drive away. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever gotten home and just checked, like recorded again to make sure nobody said open the door so I can get out of the car? Let <laughs> me <you> mention that. <laughs> you know what I mean, because everybody says, you know, what if they come with? You know, blah blah blah. But my, I, I could see you saying, "Okay, one last time before we, before I unlock the doors, <laughs> do I need to sage my car?" <laughs> I, I, I traumatized my children. Oh, my oldest at the time she was twelve, and my youngest was two. The Sally House again. I brought them home with me. Oh, um, my, the two-year-old, she was seeing all kinds of things, playing with a little girl in her room. Right. And then one night, uh, my oldest comes into the bedroom, just crying her eyes out, terrified, 12 years old. She had saw the little girl at the foot of her bed and it shut off her radio. She had to to sleep with the radio, shut that off. So I brought him home and I'm thinking, okay. I can do this by myself because, you know, I can, I can, I can clear this house. Right. Yeah, I know enough to clear it. No, I don't. And and no one else should do that either unless you're a professional. So here I, I, I get the sage, just like you said. Right. And I'm, I try to smudge. Well, inexperienced me, I'm smudging with all the windows shut. There's no way for them to, there's nowhere for them to go. Right. So then they became ticked off. <laughs> and that's when I heard 
um, my, my two-year-old was squawking and talking. Uh, she said, dad, you killed the doctor. <laughs> you killed the doctor because that, that she was playing with. So these, whatever was in that home came back with me. Right. And then I, 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 we didn't do anything professionally to clear it or anything of that nature. It's still a little rickety. My daughter actually lives in the old house now. Okay. There's still things that, that happen in there right. uh, that she reports. She's had a couple teams out there to investigate it herself because of it. Right. Uh, so be careful. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have a, a fabulous friend that does clearings for me. So, <laughs> you know, it's I can sage, I can pray, I can do my my own, which is, you know, pretty amazing. But just in case, you mm -hmm. know, because I do live in a, in a home that has a lot of spirits in it. So I've had her come in and do her work. So and I always say, you know, seek your professional in that field, you know, seek somebody in that field to do what you need to do. You know, so yeah. that's my thought on it. So what other things have you done in your career of a psychic investigator beyond the radio, beyond a haunting, you know? Besides an investigator, what have I done in my life? I was a corrections well, officer for years. You're, you're, well, you're, that explains so much. <laughs> I, was, I was a corrections was, officer for years. I was a prison nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we used to love you guys. No, but I, I've I've done things. I mean, I've had a normal a normal well, life. I know? met within within your field of paranormal investigating because I know you said to bio on me that you've done, you know what I mean? Not just shows. You've done the radio. You've done the haunting. You've been, you know, the bio's huge. The bio's huge. I'm just I'm humble. Well, this is not the time to be humble because you know, I asked the question. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot, Todd, because <laughs> I may not get you in this place ever again. <laughs> I've, I've been on numerous radio programs. Uh, one of the most popular was was my appearance on the Man Cow Show in Chicago. That was a huge, huge undertaking where he wanted it was during Halloween. He wanted to know what EVP was and he wanted to know right now. And right. If, if you've ever listened to Man Cow or heard of Man Cow, I have not. So tell me about this. He is like the Howard Stern of talk. Oh, uh, okay. He's he's vicious. Um, different different programs like that. Now, one that stands out in my mind was something I did here for the local CBS Channel Ten called the Ashmore Experiment. I was okay. at the Ashmore Estates for three days with the local weatherman Kevin Orpert. Okay. And it was his project and it was called Skeptics versus Believers. Okay. He had three skeptics and he had three believers. And we were all let loose in the Ashmore Estates in uh, Ashmore, Illinois to <laughs> prove or disprove. The, the funny thing that happened, the next thing you know, uh, after that weekend, you see the weatherman with a sling on his arm. Okay. He hurt his arm. Uh, he's a believer now. Oh. <laughs> he has a sling. He believes. <laughs> I was off helping. It was know. a baseball accident after the shooting was done, but he believes. <laughs> what had happened to the poor guy is he was standing there by the nurse's station in, in Ashmore and he saw an apparition and it right. scared the hell out of him. And he, he stumbled when he fell back fell hurt his shoulder oh. 
but uh, the, the experiment, it ended with pretty much even, pretty much yeah. even, because th- there were a few things captured, but really the skeptics couldn't, they, they were like, no, there's no, that's, that's not, no, we, we, we can't take that. They said, yes, it felt creepy. It felt eerie, uh, things of that nature in there, but, but they just left still not believing. Right. Uh, the believers that were there, you know, we, we understood what was going on. They don't perform. No, they uh, don't. It's, um, you they don't, don't, they don't perform. Yeah. It's, it's sad what, what people do to get some, to try and get some kind of evidence. I mean, come on, be respectful. Well, yeah. Right yeah. Cause like even a friend of mine that talked about, you know, and I always go back to Edinburgh cause it's really the only one I've done. But she had told me that when she went and she was a complete like, oh, my God, just two friends getting two girls getting together with lollipops, basically. Like, Let's go do this because it sounds like fun. And this is a certain night that the lady let, that owned it let two different teams in because these were two girls that were just she figured probably they'd be there until midnight, you know, 10 o'clock and leave. Um, and another paranormal investigation team were there. And, you know, the team was like, they ain't going to bother us, you know, and they actually had a medium on their team. And they got nothing. They nothing. were getting absolutely nothing with all their their boxes and this and that. And even the medium was getting nothing. And I know now why the medium was getting nothing. But yet these two people that didn't know anything that they were doing, they had a flashlight. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and the team taught them a few things in the very beginning, like they had them download something on their phone. And they were getting everything. They actually seen a pair, you know, they, they seen it all. So that the investigation team started following them because they were actually getting stuff. Yeah. Like, but it was like, turn off your stuff. And that's what we found. When you turned off all the equipment, the spirit showed up. You know what I mean? It's, um, I don't know if I told you about this, but when, when I went to, show, well, I, I can't say, I did, I did have done two investigations. The first one was like a tour and watched other people do it. And it was so funny because they told us where they're going to go us, take us in the basement in the tunnels. And that's my scary spot because that's that takes me back to childhood, you know, that darkness and like knowing something's there, but I can't I can't see it. I can't you know, I can just feel it. And as we were walking into the tunnels, I was seeing nurses having sex and patients and everything down there partying, having a good old time. And when they set up the um, little light contraptions that flicker on when spirits close to them and all that tons of activity tons of activity we're all against the walls and you could hear all this and it was just a ton of inform- you know ton of um things you could see and i could hear and literally when they went to hit the ghost box i heard busted and every spirit left and from that moment on from as long as that ghost box was on no spirit was around you yeah. know instantly gone like we don't want to be recorded you know what we're we're not here for the we're not here for all of that and i i wish if if any investigators out there listening and you have a huge amount of equipment mm-hmm. that doesn't mean a thing yeah use that equipment mm-hmm. less is more out in the field i i can't stress that enough yeah we heard those when, when when that 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 little little kid came running across that floor we had nothing right nothing, just a flashlight nothing just like you said 
They, I mean, you're dealing with people, okay, that, that have been, let's say they're back in the 1700s and so forth. They don't know what a radio is. They don't know what this is, and it may scare them. And, you know, you should always, especially your first few investigations, slowly introduce them to the equipment. Don't go in there guns blazing and set up all this DVR. You're going to scare the hell out of them and the people around you. Right. Take it slow. Do the interview. Make sure the client's not blowing smoke, which a lot of them like the weekend entertainment that's free. Right. Interview Interview your client. It's very important. Interview them. Ask him the personal questions. What kind of medication are you on? Some of the medication causes hallucinations, you know, hallucinations and things. Right. Be open with, with the client. Go in there, do your thing. And your first few investigations, try less equipment. Try nothing. Try going in there just with the client, reenacting something they did. Uh, maybe maybe they, they did a particular, uh, they, they rearranged the living room. Rearrange the living room again and see if it happens. You know, do things like that with with the client. Um, That's why a lot of people don't like doing residential investigations. I mean, it's dangerous for one thing. You Mm -hmm. don't know these people from Adam. So definitely you want to, you know, get to know your client. But less is more. I mean, I can't stress that enough. The new equipment they have, they have these grid net things. They have... uh, just all kinds of stick men, zoom, zoom, wham, whams, whatever they are. That's great and all, but use that when necessary. Right. Don't, don't come out guns blazing like that. I, I think personally, you're going to get less. You're going to scare them off. Right. Well, I know that was my experience, you know, and I don't know if it's because um, the building was explored so much, you know, cause it's, you know, they actually have, uh, some TV show went in there and it's going to air September 4th. I can't remember which one it was, but you know, so they've got a ton of exploration all the time, you know, and like they said, they were sick of hearing it. You know, that's all we heard. We're sick of hearing it. Nobody talks to the quiet ones. They all want the big ones, you know, and it was, there was a, pa- a patient in almost every room, you know, but nobody talked to those. They wanted the angry man from the basement. You know, they wanted the, Loud guy walking through the hall. They didn't want the the lady that the little old lady that has Alzheimer's, you know, that mm-hmm. thinks she's a little girl still. They didn't want to talk to the husband that's still coming to visit her, you know. They didn't want to talk to, you know, the patient that was dying in bed. They wanted to, you know, again, they wanted all the big booms. And literally, we didn't get anything off the big booms. We got everything off the small stuff. Mm-hmm. We got we got a night of it. We we got so much in like five hours. We were like ready to go. <laughs> we were exhausted. It's like wow. And people stay up all night for this. Why? <laughs> it's ten thirty. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> They're fun, and you learn so much from them. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. You 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 learn about the people you're with as well. Because you have nothing but time with them during an investigation or, or so forth. You're, you're just, there's really not a lot to do. It's not like you see on television. There's not action every five minutes. Right. It could be hours before something happens or something may never happen. Right. So be aware. It's not all fun and games. It's not like it is on television. So I have a question for you. After all your time investigating and, and everything that you've done that's on your bio, 
were you able to ever prove within not just your mind, but that there is life after death? Are you satisfied now? I am satisfied. In my mind, and that is a fantastic question. In my mind, I was skeptical when I started this. I was doubtful. You know, I believed in a higher power. Don't get me wrong. But now I can sit here and say, without a doubt in my mind, which I've talked to a priest, cleared that up. I've even talked to psychiatrists and cleared that up. <laughs> cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> I can sit here and say, in my mind, I believe there is life after death. Um, right. There is something. Either, either we go to a different plane or we go to some heavenly area which I know a lot of that's man-made and so forth, but there is something. I don't think it's just black when we pass. I think there's something happens. Right. Yeah. I always say spirits just three feet away from you, three feet away from you. But then my world of spirit is different than your world of spirit. Cause my world of spirit have decided to choke, made a big decision to say, I want to go back. I'm going to go back to the populace. I'm going to go back to heaven. I'm going to go back to God. I'm going to follow the light, whatever you want to call it. Your spirits say, oh, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I'm having fun. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm the guy that go boo. <laughs> and I want to go back to the pre-screening with clients because uh, there was a good comment here. Okay, what is it? Just get this out. It says pre-screening for meds and medical history is very good. If you have the background and the client is willing to be honest and forward. We had a team of mostly healthcare people, including two nurses. And that's that's true. I just want to stress how important that is. Mm -hmm. Because bad things can happen during an investigation as well. Yeah. We had one where a guy wasn't all there upstairs and we didn't know any specifically he said you guys can find a ghost but you can't find my cat and he went and got his shotgun a shotgun yeah this, this guy just he didn't shoot at us or anything he just you know was it was a threat he just went nuts and i think he just wanted some free entertainment so be careful out there because yeah. you screen these people i mean interview the hell out of them yeah it's important and i think that's important for both you know what I mean? For both, because like you said, you've been scratched. You've been, you know, you've had it all, mm -hmm. you know, you've had it all. What other kind of experiences have you had on that may not be so positive on investigations? <sighs> now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I would say the the Sally house was the, probably the most negative area I've been to. Um, without getting into religion or anything like that, but that, that was uh, a case that I, I won't go back to that home. Okay. I think there's something there. There's something wrong with it. It's disturbed, uh, re religiously wise, <laughs> it's, it's, it's disturbed. Um, well, considering how much time you spent at it, the best of both worlds it, in there. Yeah. To come to that conclusion. You've got regular spirits in there, and then you've got some that I think are, are not. Yeah. I just don't think they are. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's that's definitely changed me quite a bit. Definitely changed you. It's probably why you stay home more often now. It could be. <laughs> you know? It very well could be. 
I know my four walls are pretty good. <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm good in here. We're not. We don't have to go nowhere. We don't have to go I nowhere. Love I, I I love people, Diet. I love meeting new people. I I enjoy it. It's just right. I don't I don't really. I'm not a public kind of person like I right. used. I'm more reclusive. I I completely get it because I have my times where I'm both. I have my times where I'm like, oh my god, I can't get enough. And there's other times where you can't pull me out of my house for a week. So. Mm-hmm. I get, I get it. I'm both, I go both ways. God, it sounds weird, but you know, it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. So I want to take a few minutes and I want, before, you know, our time with my time with, you know, you on screen is over and I want to talk about the radio station. Okay. I want to talk about this because I don't want to walk away from this and not have more information about the radio station, you know, because I know you've been doing this a long time. I know Haunted Voices has been a station for a long time, but I also know you means you started this up a little over a year ago. Well, God, we can almost say almost two years ago is when me and you actually, even though my first show only aired a little over a year ago, you and me talked almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was you on the radio, you know, and then you brought me in and said, let's build this, you know, like you were coming back after a period of time, you right. know, so let's talk about that station. One, why did you walk away? Why did you decide to come back? And where are your aims with it? Oh, great question. This is uh, WLTKDB is my second station that I've built. The first that I built was in Chicago called 24.7 The Stream. And oh. I sold it for a sizable profit. Oh, boy. Um, built it. And then uh, one of the interns that worked for the station loved it so much he wanted it. <laughs> so this is my second attempt. I took a long break because okay. it, it's a lot of work. There's a lot that goes into putting one of these together. There's a lot of great stations out there all over the internet now. So many phenomenal uh, stations out there. You know, KGRA to name one. Uh, there's just a lot of great programming. Right. But the problem is people seeing your programming. It is so saturated. So as you guys know, and and people watching now know we upgraded recently from audio to video. Now we do both. Yes. Um, The station itself, it's, it's a labor of love. Uh, WLTK DB are the call letters. Those are registered call letters with the national association of digital broadcasters. So it is a digital radio station. Now, with a lot of things that are going to be coming into it, we just built the new website. We just went to video. There's new things that I'm going to be trying to to be, to be coming out here later on, if they work, if they work. But I, I like the direction it's going. Mm-hmm. The people I've met, uh, we just had, uh, we just got a new show the other day, Diet. I don't even know. I, if I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Christina Bloom is joining. Yes. I know. I love it. I've been working on her for a year. A year. <laughs> the reason I made this thing, the reason, the main reason I made this this station was back in the day, it was so hard for me to broadcast. I mean so hard because I had to run this, run this, run this, run this, run this, run this, and run a show. That is incredibly hard to do. Right. So I wanted to make something where people, the host, all you have to do is show up. Right. 
no technical, no, no, nothing. You have to have no knowledge whatsoever. <clears throat> Beginner. Yeah, I hit a button and here I am. <laughs> Diet, Diet, you you are a prime example. <laughs> you have come so far, so far. I have, I have. And it's fun. It's a family type station. I wanted that. I I want everything to be to be open. Everything to be uh, approachable. Right. I don't want people to come here and be be afraid, thinking, "Oh, it's a paranormal talk." Ooh, no. There's a lot of great, interesting programming that that we have. It is, and it's not all paranormal. Well, it's not all ghost hunting. Well, there you go. You know, it's not all ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all we all actually have our own little angles, our own little things that we talk about. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. that is under that paranormal, you know, umbrella. So, and it's so simple mm-hmm. to. Come on board the station. If you folks want a show, it's affordable. Mm-hmm. It's quality. You, you, I'm, I'm, I'm right there behind the scenes during every show. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And Except for last week, I think he went to the bathroom and I kept going, Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> I could hear you and cheer in the background going, <laughs> You were laughing so hard you couldn't type. <laughs> Sometimes the dogs need attention. <laughs> and normally, normally I say stepping away for a moment, but I thought it would be quicker than that. And it ended up not being quick. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you multi- never happened in over a year. That never happens. <laughs> you multitask a lot during one of these shows. <laughs> love it. I love it. So, you know, how do people find to get to this radio station if they want to advertise, if they want to get their own station? How many slots do we have left? I mean, is the sky the limit? I mean, <clears throat> one spot left. One spot. That's it. One spot. And I cannot handle anymore. I'm just one guy. Just it's oh just me. I don't have a team, folks. I don't have staff. It's just me. So I can handle one more. One more, and the the packages start anywhere from twenty five dollars a month all the way up to one hundred and twenty a month, and it's all right there on the website wltkdb.com or the let's talk.com. You can go to either one of those, click on host, and you'll see all the information. It's it's really simple. It's a lot of fun. There's one spot left. If you guys want to advertise, that's cheap as well. I mean, we're talking, you can get started for 10 bucks, advertise a book or whatever, 10 bucks. Um, it could be audio or, or video. I'm learning how to make those now. Right. So just contact us. Just email us. Don't be shy. There's a lot of people out there, especially after COVID. You've got a lot to talk about. A lot of things happen during COVID times, folks. So get out there and and find this spot and just be you, a place you can be you. You don't have to worry about any tech issues or anything like that. We do everything for you. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. That is freaking amazing. And, you know, and I'm going to just plug this. Be really pressure, Todd. He might even offer to, to build a website. <laughs> it's not in the radio packaging, but he does it. <laughs> imaging, things like that, folks. <laughs> Just contact me through the website. There you go, because all of our banners, everything are done by Todd. I mean, he really is a man behind the mic. He's the band behind everything. He just, there's nothing I have seen so far he doesn't do. Seriously. And it's just, I have to tell you, it's been amazing 
just to work with you for over a year now. It's been, and I will say it's been almost two years because you took forever to get me. <laughs> you literally went, we're done practicing. You're live next week. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> we trained you for quite a bit, Diet. <laughs> I think it's more you the shit for, you know, six months plus. <laughs> we had to push you out of the nest. You, you did. And I almost, I think I hit the ground and bounced a few times, but eventually I flew. Eventually I flew. I mean, you know, <laughs> through bad internet and all of it, you know, and I think I've had it all. You've taken me to Windows to the, to the Mac. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep. I've upgraded everything. So there we go. Thank you so much, Todd, for being on, being in front of the, the camera and, and speaking mm. with me and, and sharing your knowledge, sharing your face, all of it. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. You know, for today and all you do. Thank you very much for everything. Thanks for having me. It was a great time to you. Oh, it's awesome. On the other side. I know. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, Todd's coming out, guys. Like, <laughs> even more shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the name of the game. He probably gets dressed every day. I don't know. I never get to see him. So there you go. But thank you very much. And I can't wait for the uh, the reading today. Oh, me too. Number four. Are you going to do it or should I? I'm taking number four. You're taking number four? Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So apparently I'm doing the reading. I, okay. Now I get it. <laughs> okay, everybody. This has been Todd Bates on with me today. Um, I'm Jeanette Renee with School Through Spirit. I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. Searching for true paranormal captures, information, and education. New methods mixed with old methods of capturing this mysterious phenomenon. Well, look no further for your ghostly voices than ghostly-voices.com. Nicole Tito and Lisa Crick take you on a journey into their paranormal world and provide you with true EVP and ITC audio captures, compelling information on debunking, some hilarious bloopers, and more. Remember, these two are veterans in the field and know how to capture the true evidence you are looking for. Ghostly-Voices.com Your paranormal stop for true audio evidence ghostly-voices.com A book of mystery. A book of one man's journey. A book of the afterlife. A book you must read. Ghost in Me by five-time award-winning author Kevin Killen is a book of one man's journey in the search of the afterlife. Read of his chilling childhood experience, his investigative journeys, and his opinions of paranormal activity. Ghost in Me by Kevin Killen, an Ozark Mountain publication. Get your copy today online or wherever books are sold.
Welcome back. I'm Diet Renee here at School Through Spirit with WLTK DB, and that is digital radio. Um, I've had the most beautiful opportunity of being able to sit with me today is my my producer, um, Todd Bates. He was my my guest today. Uh, truly, truly just such a beautiful guest to have on, so, such a wealth wealth of information. Life experiences, you know, I, I like the fact that he was able to give me those true life experiences of what an investigator is, what he does, and really the behind the scenes of the investigator. You know, um, the most people that give it, you know, if I talk to him, they're going to talk about the sets and the scenes and everything else. And he gave us a lot about the backstory, which I just, I, I'm truly just in awe of that. Um, we're going to go with um, the weekly reading today. Um, I am using again because I love these cards. I just I love these cards, and it's Lisa Williams' um, Intuitive Soul Oracle cards. I really do love these cards, and I'll tell you what, I love them now because now can't get them, guys. Can't get them. I went to because I literally kept going back to my store. Can I get another? Can I get another? Can I get another one um, to give them away as gifts to people, and they no longer can get them from their um, their warehouse. Their their place that they order stuff from. So if you are a lucky person to walk into a bookstore, if you find them used, if you find them brand new, whatever you are lucky to get, grab them. Because I'll tell you what, there's no more of these being made, okay? And I'm, and it's such a shame. It really is. Because when you look at just the illustrations on these cards, let's show you some. I don't know if you can see this. It's like the butterfly card. It's just a beautiful illustration. I'm backwards on my screening. Like this, the illustrations are amazing. I love these things. Um, there's another one. They're simple. They're simple to read. They're simple to see. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, and all I can do is hope and pray she makes another deck um, that, you know, it can stand up to the test of this one. Did I just, I simply just love this deck. And I think I've got all my cards backwards. Oh, my God. So we are going to pull, um, I'm here five cards today, guys. We're going to pull five cards. As you heard, Todd picked four, card number four. Now, so how that works, you can pick a card. You're going to pick number one through number five. Um, you can pick one, two, three, four, or all five cards, whatever you feel like doing. I'm going to pull the cards and tell you what I'm getting from the card, Okay. Um, I am also going to pull a clarifying card from the Akashic. Oh my God! Right here we go. The Akashic. I got to figure out the light in the new room. The Akashic Tarot Guide, or the Akashic Tarot. I can't speak today. The Akashic Tarot by Sharon Ann Klinger and Sandra Ann Taylor, and that's just going to be one card as a clarifier to add to all the other cards. So let's shuffle this deck as we do. And I've been shuffling it for a few minutes here through the break and whatnot to get them all nice and mixed up. <clears throat> let's do a little bit of cutting. And as always, I will be taking a picture of these cards and putting it in the comments after the show. So if anybody wants to refer to it after the week. Ooh, I love this. The love card, guys. The love card. I don't know. I got to. There we go. That's bright. I'm going to hangle it a little bit away from that sun so you can see it better. The love card, um, as you can see, it's a rose being held up 
by it, some hands kind of floating above it. It's um, it's just, to me, it's just eerily special with the way it, it's being held. It's about heartfelt, it says underneath there, heartfelt passion, unconditional love, togetherness with your partner. Now, I love this card because to me, this really is unconditional love of self. It really is love. Love to me is when I'm looking at this, it's not necessarily love of partner. It's love of self, okay? So if you if you pick number one, this really is love of yourself, love of a passion of what you're doing. This is what your focus is this week. It's really bringing forth that, giving that some attention. It is time for you to look at what 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 your heart really has passion for, what your heart has love for, and really help on that to grow. This is where your focus needs to be this week, okay? So if you need focus on love of self, really push for that. If it's a career, if it's a project, whatever it might be, this is really what your heart is feeling, what your passion is, and really pushing towards that and working towards that, okay? So Card number two, oh my God, we all know I love this card. It's the spring card. It's new birth, vitality, and fresh start. I love new beginnings. I love, love, love new beginnings. I love. I think everybody should have a new beginning every day because to me, they're awesome. And new beginnings for me really are just that. It is that new birth. It can be, a, it doesn't necessarily have to be a baby or a bird or a dog or, or, or a kitten or whatever it might be. It might be a new birth of an idea, of a project, of a job. But if you pick number two this week, you have a lot of new things, new things happening. You have opportunities coming. It's really about that fresh start for you. Okay. So if you pick number two, you're looking at fresh starts and new beginnings. Okay. Number three, oh my God, it is keep the faith, believe in self, others, and self-knowing. To me, this card just, it says so much when I look at the card. Because to me, it's faith. It's all about faith, guys. It's really about faith. And when I look at faith, faith is really, um, faith doesn't always necessarily believe in God or believe in a religion. Um, faith is really believing in yourself. Okay, it's believing a belief in yourself, a belief in others, knowing, knowing that everything's happening the way it should, and knowing that everything's going to be okay. Okay, so I'm going to tell you if you pick card number three, it's about it's really about the the faith, the belief, the faith, the know that everything is going to be just okay. Okay, and that's not always easy to do. That's not always easy to do, especially when you don't have a million things happening. So you really have to have that belief and faith in yourself. And if you pick number three, that's where you're at. Now, Todd, this one's for you and everybody else that pick four. It's make a plan. It's making a plan. Making plans, seeing the future, and making changes. And you like how these cards are kind of start going together a little bit to tell a story. So... If you pick number four, this is your time to start. You've already the ideas are there, the thoughts are there that those opportunities are starting to present themselves a little bit. And it is time for you to make a plan to write it down, formulate it in your mind, and make changes to make it happen. Make the changes to make it happen. Okay? There you go. I will not say it on the camera, but I will say it afterwards. Todd so asked me what number four is, what just popped into my head. Oh, my God. 
and number five if you pick number five i i this is another card i love and it's a winter card it says underneath your cold holiday celebrations and ends and for me the winter card is all about the celebration so that's what winter means to me it's celebrations for me it's bringing things together it's um it's celebrating the happiness. It's celebrate for myself. You have got Thanksgiving. You've got Christmas. You've got New Year's Eve. You got my birthday. You got Valentine's Day. You got so many holidays. So many celebrations that happen in the winter time when the snow falls. It's not a dead time. It's very much an alive time. It's just a different alive time. It's when the snow owls come out. It's when all those special creatures that you can see the evidence of them being there. Can see because you can see the tracks of them in the snow and in the snow alone. So for myself, if you pick number five, this is a time of celebration. For me, that's what this card is screaming at me today. It's a time of celebration. It's a time of beauty. It's a time of just taking in that breath and just <sighs> celebrating in the joy of everything that's going on around you. Okay? For me, that's, that's pretty awesome when you look at it and from my point of view. So number one, let's kind of rehash this. Number one was love. It's about love of self and unconditional love of self. It's about looking at what your passion is and really giving it your whole heartfelt into what your passion is, really giving it a go this week. Number number two is the spring card. It's all about those new rebirths. It's about fresh starts. It means, hey, guys, you've got some new things happening. you got things happening that, you know what, maybe you didn't realize or maybe it's time. It's time. Number three was the Believe card, which is all about having faith. Having faith in yourself. Have faith that it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Have faith that, you know what, you got the gumption to know how to make this happen, okay? Number four is making a plan. You pick number four, it means you have the ideas, you have the thoughts. It's time to formulate it, put it down, and make those changes to make those plans happen. And number five, it is time to celebrate. It is time to celebrate. <clears throat> All those things that have happened in life, all those, all those little milestones, it's time to celebrate. It's time to look at the fact and give yourself a pat on the back, okay? But it's telling me that you've had things going on, and it's time for you to celebrate. Celebrate those things. So we're going to grab that clarification card. And the clarification card, really, guys, it's not an extra card to say, hey, I want to pick the clarifier. Because, I, I mean, you can if you want to do it that way. But the clarifying card can really go with any one of the cards, okay? And to me, it's just going, oh, but are you sure? Are you sure? And you pick that one more card to say, yes, I'm sure, okay? Or to expand a little bit on the knowledge you already received. So with this, let's pick it up. Balance, seven of forces, balance. And I, just the picture alone, just the picture alone, okay? I love this because even the picture alone, when you're looking at this, at the desk, at the balance in between the paperwork, the scrolls, the library, it's a study, it's a desk, it's a place that somebody does work, okay? And this week's, every single one of these cards shows some portion of work. Okay, show some portion of work, even with what I talked about at the beginning of the show about what's next, you know, you know, getting the idea, the fresh steps, having opportunities come to you, learning about them, growing within them, you know, all of it. It's all work on some level. And this card is clarifying this is the week that you're going to make that happen. 
okay? Because even as I look at the cards as a whole, if I would do this as a reading, I'd really look at it and say, gosh, you know, you have a passion for something and it's time for you to start it. Because, you know, the love cards tell me you have a passion for, you know, something. Of course, if I was doing a reading for an individual, it would probably show me what the passion was about. But, you know, this is a time of fresh start. This is a time for you to make it happen, but you really have to believe in yourself. You really need to believe in yourself to make this happen. But since you have the ideas and you have that, that, the thoughts and the ideas and that passion going on, it's time to make a formula, you know, to make this happen. It's time to write down those plans. It's time to start making the changes to make that happen and celebrate the fact that you did it. By the end of the week, by Friday, you can have something on your desk. On your desk, because this is where you're going to do the work. And you're going to make it happen because by the end of the week, if you put all these cards together, if you do it and you work at it all week long, this card's going to say you're going to have the balance because you were able to bring it together and do it. You balanced out everything in your life today to make it happen. Okay. So what do you think about those beans? Huh? <laughs> I love, oh my God, I just, I'll tell you what, I love cards. I love, love, love cards. I'm going to take a picture right away of these cards. So you see, I always got to get my feet out of the picture because I'm really off about putting my feet in the picture. There we go. I'm like, I always look so awkward and I do that, huh? But I know if I don't take that picture right now, right now, I'm probably going to forget. So um, that way it lets me put them away as we go and just kind of clean the desk and go on to the next thing, okay? Now I kind of want to reiterate, and again, that will be, excuse me, in the comments for everybody to see. Um, I want to kind of go back over a little bit of what Todd said. I know we talked about it while he was on. Um, you know, we have a new show coming out with a new host. Uh, you've all seen her on all of our different programs. We've all interviewed her, Christina Bloom. I've been talking to her for a year. Come on, do your own show. Come on, do your own show because she's gonna, she's a rock star. So Christina Bloom is going to have her own show with us. She's already signed up. She is going to do it, which is awesome which is totally awesome. So with that being said, we've got room for one more show. One more, okay? One more for where we are at in the lineup, okay? Until we get a little bit more popular and a little bit more bigger and a little bit more staff, we have got room for one more show, okay? Which means if you want to be the person that wants that show, okay? If you want, don't be, but don't be the one that says, I want it. And then send the message, and it's too late because you thought too long. <clears throat> Be the one that says, oh, my God, I want this show. And you jump on and you take the show, okay? That's what I want to see, okay? So make sure you take that. Make sure you jump on that and uh, make that happen, okay? So with that being said, we have one more show. And as always, just go to WLTKDB.com, and there is a little button there that says, you know, hey, you know, you're going to have to go in the menu and whatnot, but there's going to be a button saying, hey, I want to talk to you about a show. Click the button, send in your ideas. Todd will hook up with you and you guys can talk about it and see where that time slot is for you. So he'll help you create a name if you haven't got a name. He'll help you kind of bring your, your know what you want to talk about into fruitation, whatever it is. He's there for you. Again, you can always do advertising in the lease because, you know, what? we're a great platform. Remember, our advertisement is there. It goes every time I get on here, every morning that I get on here, okay? Yes, we are streaming through these, these modalities. We are streaming through Twitch, Twitter, um, YouTube, 
Facebook, the radio station itself. Those are five streams that we're going live right now, live. But when I'm done talking and the live button goes off, this goes into a podcast form. So while I'm in live, remember, my station is, is, is sending that out. But because it's digital radio, other digital stations are picking me up and playing it. They're playing it. So this essentially, I'm in Wisconsin. Todd is in Illinois. This is getting played every place that our station goes to. But other stations around the country are picking it up and playing it at the same time. Who knows? It might be in other countries. I might sound like Japan, you're Japanese to somebody. I don't know. We don't know what's going on. But just trust me that guess what? Everywhere my voice is being heard today, your advertisement's going to be heard too. Okay? Your advertisement's going to be heard too. And that is all over the place. That's huge. That's cheap advertisement. Okay? Because I'll tell you right now, if you go to your local newspaper, it's only going to be in your local news. Radio, it's going to be all over the country. Okay, so that's really cheap. If you think about the plans, think about it, go in there, make yourself your own rock star in this, okay? <clears throat> Which to me is huge. That to me, that is huge, okay? So let's talk about the programming for the week. And I was smart and I took a picture of it this morning anyway. A picture of it this morning. So this is what our current show listing is, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Every Monday morning is me, myself, and I, Diet Renee, with School Through Spirit, and I am on from 9 Central Time until 11. Uh, our Monday evening show, they canceled. It's okay. But that gave you the one spot for you to come on. So on Tuesdays, we have got Kevin Mackey, and that is with Newbridge Radio. He is on at 7 Central Time. We have got Haunted Voices with their very own Todd Bates. He's on 8 Central Time. And then Paranormal Pete, and that's Pete Orea, and he is on at 10 tomorrow night, okay? Now, just so you know, the Good Shit Show is not canceled. It is in hiatus. They are gone. They are revamping. They're re-talking about it. They're reformulating, and they're coming back. Hopefully next week, maybe the week after, I will let you know when the go date is, okay? But don't think you're off, because I'll tell you what, nobody wants to miss that show when it comes back on. Um, but let's go back into, let's jump into Thursday nights, and that is the Afterlife Chronicles, and that's when Nicole Strickland, she's on every Thursday night at 8 o'clock Central. <clears throat> and Friday evenings, we have got Secrets Within, that's at 8 Central with Renee Rodriguez, okay? And as soon as I know when Christina's show is going to be on and all about it, I will bring that to you every Monday morning, too, so that you know where to go, where to sign up. Now, a few things for me. Who's on next week? Kelly, Brick Kelly Brickle is on our numerologist from, um, she's originally from Chicago. She lives in California. Amazing girl. She is on next week. I should probably send that information to my producer because I don't think he knows. Um, she is on next week. It's going to be freaking rocking. Going to get that going. Um, so I cannot wait for you to be, uh, be on there and, and watch her next Monday morning. Um, just so you know, this weekend, this weekend, you can find me, if you're looking for those personal readings with me, and trust me, I don't do many events anymore. I really do not do many events anymore. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ellen, for watching and listening. I'm seeing now, and I, oh, I love your laughter and your fun. It looks like you're enjoying this today, Miss Ellen. I love it. I love, love, love. I'm trying to put it in the comments, and it's not working. Anyway, 
Um, I am going to bring this up so I can tell you exactly where I'm going to be. If my phone will not freeze and it's freezing, it froze. It froze. Um, we're going to do this a different way. I am going to see if I can outsmart technology. Let me see. I might be able to outsmart technology. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I will be able to. Um, I am at, let me see if I can pronounce it, Kiwana Cellar Summer Celebration. Okay. Um, Kiwana Summer Celebration. Um, oh, perfect. I'm going to be able to get to it. Awesome. Kiwani. Sorry. Kiwani Summer Celebration. Okay. And this is in, do, 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 drum roll. It's in Camel, Calumet, Michigan. Calumet, Michigan. Um, and it is literally, if you go into Wisconsin, go straight up. It's on our it's on the Wisconsin side of Michigan, just so you know. Um, it is August 7th, and we will be there from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is considered a body, mind, spirit, arts, and crafts fair. And it is so amazing. Weather permitting, weather not permitting, we will be there. We will be under our tents in this beautiful park setting. Um, it is at the Lions Park, Calumet, Michigan, okay? Just put in Lions Park. I'm going to be there. I've been there in a couple of years, guys. So excited to go back. And I hope so many people are there to celebrate with us coming back as a group and just rocking it after COVID. Because I'll tell you what, it's such a it's such an amazing, amazing event. And I'm hoping this year is bigger than it has been in past years. Um, it's awesome. So that's where you can find me this Saturday. Okay, this Saturday. Um, if you don't, if, you know, if you can't get to Calumet, um, if you cannot get to Calumet, that is fine. Um, uh, Christina, it has been on. Uh, it is on. Check. Oh, by the way, you can always go to Let's Talk on Facebook. So you can always find let the the show let you know let's talk on Facebook and it'll take you right to the where the we're live streaming on Facebook. So, but anyway, if you are um if you are literally not wanting to go up to Michigan to get a reading with me and live, that's fine. That's fine. Feel free to go to my website dietrene.com. That's d e d e t t e r a n a e dot com. And you can find me there. You can either go through my scheduler. You can my phone number's there. You can text me. You can call me. We can get you scheduled. I do phone readings, um, Zoom, Skype, whatever you need. Whatever you know, we we make sure it happens for you one way or another. So always a way, always a rhyme to find me and make that happen. Okay. So with that being said, everybody, I'm so happy you joined me today. I'm. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. Make sure that if you've missed any part of the show and you want to go back and you hear it, find us in the podcast form. Find us, I mean, dude, you can turn on your smart TV, Google iHeartRadio, and boom, there he is. I'm there. I'm there. Just Google School Through Spirit, okay? We'll see you next week with Kelly Brickle here on School Through Spirit with Dan Renee on WLTKDB.com.